welcome back to the Dark House on the Hill. As we continue our Spring Halloween coverage, it's kind of our continuation of Halloween in between Halloween, the year of it is. So, uh, are you figuring this out? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And this week we're doing Candyman uh, from 1992. Um, actually, cost 30 million to make. Guess how much it made? How much does this movie make? Just give me a guess. Fifty million, Matt. It costs thirty. Cost I'm gonna 30. go with one fifty. It made one fifty. Wow, that was way off. That was really high. <laughs> it made twenty five million. Okay. Um, oh, really? So it bombed. Yeah. It, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a seventy four, I believe, seventy three or seventy four. I think that's probably right. I think it's a little high. What? Okay. So let me ask you then. Where did you guys hear this movie? Um, I mean, I was four years old, five years old, probably when. Do you remember the specifics? No, but I'm like, I don't remember like when this movie started popping up, like where all of a sudden I I knew about it. Was it was on the late night television. That's probably where I, I was saw a kid. It. Is yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I don't, I can't remember the first time. I think the first time I saw this movie, I was like fourteen or fifteen. No, I was about like thirteen or fourteen when I saw it. Um, and I want to say that no one talked about it very much when back in the nineties. No one's talking about it right now. Until... <laughs> but no, I feel. But I, no, but I'll say this: I feel like it's a. It's got a bigger presence now than it ever has well, because it's being remade. It's yeah. a, this is yeah. considered a cult movie. Yeah, totally. And I think it, yeah. it has some ground underneath it, so it's not like a, a forgetful film. I think I heard about it. Um, I was like eight or nine, and I was yelling at my phone. I was like Siri. I was like, "Give me some candy, man." And and it said now playing Candyman and that's how I oh, end up oh, uh, watching cool. Candyman. That makes sense. So. Cool fake story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel though. I feel like why this movie. Okay, I will say this. I feel like this movie is, uh, not sophisticated enough for us non horror movie lovers and too sophisticated too sophisticated for horror movie lovers. Um, I think that's like, it's I see almost like we're Bram Stoker's Dracula. I, I feel like I keep I like I kept thinking of that when we were watching. I was like, "Oh, it's '92. It's it's roughly the same time, right?" Yeah, I, I think it's the same year, right? '92. This is '92. Yeah, it's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, they're like very like elegantly like told stories." Oh yeah, yeah. And I feel like Dracula appe- appealed to like that Oscar like kind of like crowd, right? Even the story is kind of like similar in a way. Yeah, it's like a Dracula story. But I feel like Candyman's like it's a slasher film, but it's very. Um, it's very sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes I'll sense. Give you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of sits. It sits very weird on you because it's like, I mean, we were watching it last night, and I was like, yeah, the, the Candyman's right next to Freddy Krueger, Mike Myers, Jason. But you watch all of them, and you're like, I don't know. Like he's kind of like he's on his own. Like he's level like on his own level. Like this is a, a very like well made movie. This isn't like I think for I don't being, want to say slash or crap, but for like, being an independent like movie kind of a, a first entry in a franchise, if you will. It's very sophisticated. Yes. And also very boring. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's you guys very got, slow moving. You guys got bored? No, yeah, not I really. I, it's I, a slower movie, though. It's not your typical horror slasher movie, though. Yeah, and that's why i kind of thrown it underneath that, um, that, sophist- that sophistication umbrella. Like, it's like, I mean, nobody dies for like... Oh, God. I don't think you see uh, Tony Todd until the first 45 minutes of the movie. It was almost an hour. It was yeah. almost an hour. Yeah. And, no, and like, her friend who dies... Bernadette, who is... Uh, we just did an episode Hard Target. She's in that movie. We just did an episode oh, with her, her in Hard yeah. Target, yeah. yeah. Matt, give me some some history. Tell me about some of the people that were in this movie. Okay, what do you so got? our top five we got in here is Virginia Madsen. Got it. Who we know. 
I know I know her from Sideways. Sideways. And yeah. uh, I know her from being the sister of Michael Madsen. What? <laughs> yes. Wow. Did not know that. Um, cool. I love learning things. Teach me. Teach me. We got Xander Berkeley, who he plays is, her husband. Dude, he's like Trevor. Uh, he's like cinema's biggest scumbag. I feel like. Yeah. He's well, kind of, I, I feel like I know him from Twenty Four fame. Yeah. He he was yeah, in the first two right. seasons of Twenty Four, yeah. and then he's yeah. also um, he's kind of the dick that shows. Maybe up I don't know Twenty Four. What else? He, what is? What else is he in? Uh, She's not my mother, Todd. Yeah, Terminator Two. Oh yeah. Hey, right shut right. the damn dog up. Yeah, he's kind go, of a scumbag. Go, go, go. That's yeah. the milk. Stab. <laughs> he's kind of a scumbag in like everything he's in. Uh, Casey Lemons, which is Bernadette, which we know her from... Hard Target. Hard Target and Silence of the Lambs. Uh, okay. Which Silence of the Lambs is the same year, right? Mm-hmm. 90, no, 91 mm-hmm. is Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. 92 is a Candyman. Um, so she was having a good like back-to-back horror movie. Yeah, she was. Um, and then, of course, we have Tony Todd. The man. The man. Which the at man. the time, I don't think he was in much or he had... Maybe uh, Night of the Living Dead remake. That was nineteen. Oh, yeah, that was. Yeah, good call. That, think, oh, that was 90. I think yeah, that kind of uh, sprung him to horror fame in that movie, I feel That's like. That's right. Who, uh, uh, who directed this? This movie was... I, I could have sworn it was Clive Barker Bernard, until... No, no it, it's Bernard Rose. Bernard Rose. Yeah. Clive Barker wrote the story for yeah. Candyman. Yeah. And what else did this uh, Bernard guy do? Because... Bernard. I don't... <laughs> Honestly, I didn't recognize him, his name, and I totally forgot to look up... Like, oh. I usually... This is weird. I usually look up, I'm like, okay, what else did this guy do? Yeah. He, and I get totally he, did it. He wrote some... Uh, wrote some uh, Oscar nominated stuff. Did he? I can't remember which movies though. If Matthew, if you want to pick the Honestly, wanna... I'm not seeing anything he's directed that I recognize. He's got writing Candyman. credits is, is mainly his thing. Is All right. Me... Well that's uh that's I don't, candy, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um yeah, based on a short by Clive Barker. I can't remember what the original short was called, but it definitely wasn't called Candyman. Did you guys it was you... called it was called The Forbidden. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it pops up in um, Books of Blood, number five. Mm. I yeah, never. It actually, it actually takes place in Liverpool. In you know, I the think Hellraiser story. takes place in Liverpool. Yeah, and and it's weird because like the Hellraiser movie purposely takes place like in uh, like nowhere. It's a weird. It's I think like, we've it talked. It looks like England, yeah. but it's like people are speaking in American accents. Yeah, but it was also shot. Were, it was shot in Canada. All, because it's all over the place. I thought it was supposed to take. I thought it was supposed to take place in Jersey. Or Frank, in that movie, has a Jersey accent, but like the other people have English accents. It's weird. Well, yeah. there's only yeah, there's only one like, or there's two. Yeah, it's a, it's it's all over the place. Like Frank is not even like that's not even his voice. Yeah, he got dubbed over. He got yeah. dubbed over. Refer to our uh, previous episode on Hellraiser. Yeah, so it's like that movie's all over the place. Um, but yeah, so originally the Forbidden, which is the story Candyman's based on, takes place in Liverpool. Uh, when they acquired the rights to it, they obviously went to Chicago and did it and uh, made it take place in Cabrini Green, which was, is a real place, by the way. I think it would have been a lot cooler had, I don't know, if Candyman had a British accent. Nah. Yeah, but I feel like... Should I try it? See how it sounds? Sure. All right. There's, there's no... Nope, good. All right. I could hear the... Please, sir, I want some more. I didn't even know how to start. I Go ahead. Farewell to the... I got, see, I don't... <laughs> no. My boys got really high-pitched for some reason. Um, I don't... Honestly, I can't see... The, I, I, I was trying to obtain the story to read it beforehand. Oh, yeah. Um, but I didn't want to buy the book. I had the book. 
You have the, I think, yeah, you have you have the one, volumes one through three. Uh, I think so. But you don't had, have, yeah, you don't have, I looked at the book. It, didn't it is have five. He had the book, but the pages for that story were ripped out. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I hate this story. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I feel like this is a very American story, though. Like, I can't see this. I feel like it is, yeah. Like, as, the hook, hook hand? Like, the urban urban legend. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it's like, it's got the African-American background yeah, story like to it. Yeah, like the slavery and everything. Yeah, and like, I mean, um, and the fact that, like, I want to say, what, okay, what do you guys get from the background story? I haven't, I haven't seen Farewell to the Flash, the second one. Oh, they show like full on prequel story, like flashbacks and stuff in those in those uh, other movies. Okay, what's this flashback story? Because they kind of they mention it in this, but they don't really get into huge detail. And then they like they at one point at the end they start to hint at an interracial relationship. Oh yeah, and that yeah, being that's, the cause that's, of that's why how he, be, he that's how he becomes candy. the Candyman. Okay, you want to break it down? Like tell yeah, me. so he's the son of a uh, a thousand black... maniacs. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he's in that movie right? come on I don't think I thought it was Robert England or the, the 2000 never mind keep going uh, I'm Elmster making this reference. movie up so <laughs> Mr. Candyman he's the son of a black slave who develops a process to make shoes fast for the Civil War I believe okay and off of that they become rich and they get out of slavery I believe and they kind of are hanging out with like wealthy, you know, Americans, the whites if you will yeah and then Tony Dodd's character like before he becomes Candyman He's a famous painter, and then one of his like contracts is like uh, painting a woman okay. of this wealthy family. She's like the daughter of a wealthy landowner or whatever. They have a relationship. She has his child, and they basically the the father of this this girl basically sends a lynch mob, and they basically murder him horrifically, severing his uh his right hand, his hook hand, and then pouring bees into his mouth. And then burning his body and scattering the ashes where the uh, projects are in this movie. Okay. That's why he's like, that's why the legend is like solely in that apartment complex. Where the projects is. Yeah. I feel like pouring bees into something would be a very hard task. Is like, yeah. It's not like we saw, we saw Wicker Man. Wicker Man, but at least they had a contraption in that movie. I just think pouring bees into something would be like, like scooping the bees and like, yeah. Go in. You it's know? not like marbles falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're going to scatter away. And like, yeah. oh, that didn't work. Maybe this is should... stupid. Yeah. You've had your chance. The bees get out of here. <laughs> but I feel okay. So Lucky what, you. <laughs> so, what I was getting at, though, with knowing the background story, I can't imagine this they show, being like, the... over the pond and it being it being as, like, um, it taking as great as an effect as it does, you know? Oh, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. If it, yeah. that effect that takes mm-hmm. place here. But yeah, they show, like, full on. Um, like flashback story in the next movie or the third movie. I can't remember which one. I think it's the second one. I haven't, I don't know if I've seen the other two, to be honest. I've heard the third one's pretty rough. And I want to say I've seen the second one on is, basic cable. Is that the one that I might have saw it before I saw the first one? Is that the day of the, which one's the day of the dead one? That might be the third one. Third one. I've seen the Farewell third one. Farewell of the Flesh. All right. The so one. I've seen like the, the worst one of this, this franchise. Really? Really? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into this movie because this movie starts off with an awesome pan shot of the city. Killer score. Oh, this this score is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I was not a believer. Like, I own the, the score to the second movie. Okay. I picked up uh, Horror Hound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very, I think it's very similar, if not almost the same as this first movie. It's Philip Glass still, right? It's Philip Glass, yeah. Who, but, by the way, hates this movie. Oh, yeah. He didn't realize that this is going to be a, like, independent, almost B-level uh, slasher movie. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. he requested that he take they take his music off. Of the movie, I believe. Is that what happened? 
they I think the move the score went shelved until like 2001 or something or 2011 or 2001 maybe. But then he okay, this is why this doesn't make sense to me. He hates this movie, right? Cuz I read this. Yeah. He hates this movie, but then he does the score for the second one. Yeah, I think maybe what makes cult, that makes cult, no sense. Uh, status maybe uh, money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did say that. He said I hate this movie. It's kind of like having like, a bad day at work and like you come in tomorrow and I'm like yeah, of course. Yeah, you're gonna pay me. That's why I'm coming me. in. I'll be in tomorrow. <laughs> um, he said this movie's grown on him, and but he says like I think it's probably it, because he I gets actually paid every year for it. I think I actually yeah. do like this movie a lot, even though it's very very slow paced in a way. I really like, but the music. music I think for me is almost this. The music and then Tony Todd's performance are the two things that really grasped oh, my attention. Dude, Tony, I know. I didn't his, realize the way they modulated his voice and yeah. the way it like reverberates is like it's super really, awesome. It's terrifying. Yeah. Have you? Okay. There's this really cool thing he released last year, and it's like this. It's just him narrating. You have to sit on the speaker or something. Yeah. There you go. Private parts. <laughs> yeah. Oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> I like we all we went there. We all knew exactly what you're talking about. Um, no, there's this thing he released. It was like a radio or like a, it was like a short story for Dracula. Okay. And it's him playing Dracula and it's on, it was on record. I remember this. It was on vinyl. Um, and it came out last year and I almost bought it because I just like listened to a snippet of it. It, dude, it sounded awesome. I bet it was. As him as Dracula, it was like, it it sounded pretty cool. So between him and, uh, Keith David. Is it Keith David, right? Yeah, the live? country singer. No, I, well, I always get I always get Keith David mixed up mixed up with uh, a guy named David Keith. Keith David. Keith David. <laughs> uh, David Keith is uh, Drew Barrymore's dad in Firestarter. Oh yeah, uh, Kindergarten Cop. No, that's two different guys. All right, but uh, Keith David, he's also got like a really awesome narrating. So voice. he'd be on your other speaker. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> for perfect for perfect night, get those two narrating voices. <laughs> so I thought. <laughs> Do, I, dual commentaries of They Live and Candy Man. Here we go. My God. So I thought that's the weirdest joke we have ever made on this podcast. Anyway, I thought for sure that Tupac had sampled the score. Oh, it's um, possible. Oh, dude, Chris could not shut up when we were watching this movie about this. He was like, he was so dead set that Tupac sampled Candy Man. I don't think he did. There's it's a possible. song. There's a song called I Ain't Mad at You. And, okay. Yeah. That does. Yeah. That sounds dun, 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 pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was like, that kind of sounds like no. Your impression. It sounded really good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there then, is a there's a website you can look that up. Actually. Yeah. And I just didn't do too much research on it. But after listening to it afterwards, I was like, and eh, sounds close, but yeah, it's not. It's I don't think it is. Cool. Um. So yeah, I know we talked about this before this movie started. I have very, very minimal notes on this. Oh, yeah. I have. Um, I, wrote, I got a lot of trivia, so I'm going to sprinkle trivia Please. in here. Okay? I, I could have wrote my so, notes on a bottle cap. They're so small. So, <laughs> so I want to talk about first this, this shot. You, you talked about the yeah. opening credits, right? Yeah. So this was like innovative for its time because this was the first time like a camera could do a shot like this without any vibration. Oh, okay. So it could shoot straight down with a 500 that's millimeter really cool. lens Holy and not crap. get any vibration. Yeah, that's good. So it kind of it was kind of groundbreaking for the for the time being. And that's uh, that's Candyman. Yeah, so there you go. That's that's it. That's all I got for trivia. Yeah. So it cuts from this awesome shot to this lady talking to Virginia Madsen. Um, what what's the girl's name in this? Bernadette. No, no, that's, that's the friend. friend. That's the friend. Yeah, yeah. She's talking. Oh no, hold no. On. It's she's talking to a student at the campus. There's a student. Yeah. So the student is telling Virginia Madison about Ted Helen. Ramey. Helen. Yeah, Helen. Or Ellen. Ellen or Helen. Helen. Are you saying Ellen or Pan? Pan or Pan? <laughs> I, I can help with this whole Ellen Helen thing. <laughs> um, the student's like, oh yeah, there's a story about Ted Ramey. Um, <laughs> 
You he might is, have seen him from Evil Dead 2. He's his 28-year-old high school graduate. <laughs> he's some hot stuff on high a motorcycle. School senior, I bet. I'm only 13 years old. <laughs> I, wish, I just want to see some boobs. <laughs> um, and basically, it's while well, the students on the story, it cuts. And said Rami playing the teenager, not buying it. And, oh yeah, and, um, this is like the only. I, honestly, I will say this: so this is one like few moments where I was like, "Cool, Ted Ramey gets to be cool in this movie and yeah. not goofy." Yeah, like, he feels his brother like his his brother, whose name we won't mention, <laughs> like puts him in like goofy scenarios. Like you're the goofy character, like, yeah. <laughs> coming yeah. cross-eyed in this scene. Yeah, but I don't want to. I'll tell mom. <laughs> uh, so the the story is basically two teenage kids uh, go up to the bathroom. And she's like, hey, have you heard about Candyman? He's like, no, what's that? She says Candyman five times to a mirror. He goes downstairs. Candyman appears, kills her, and the blood soaks through the, yeah. the ceiling. Um, cool effect. It's oh, I, mean, yeah. I, feel, I like I, I like it. I like the way yeah. it looks. I think it's a cool scene. I feel like this isn't supposed to be real, though. Yeah, that, that's what I was getting. I was getting that it was just like a, a story that was kind of going around, which I guess is the point of the story. Yeah. Or of this movie is that... Uh, the story of Candyman is more of like a way to scare people from coming to uh, the projects, basically. Oh, okay. Like, okay. The, neighbor, like yeah. the neighborhood, basically. It's to scare people off. So it just spreads uh, throughout campus and throughout the country, throughout the world, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's but not feel- really a, a real story. It's more of like a fake story or like a game of telephone. It's like, I heard this one story from a person who told me this story, you know. Okay, yeah, because like what I'm saying is that like when they show this Ted Raimi thing, is yeah. that it's supposed to be kind of like dramatic. It's over dramatized. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's like where he's wearing like the, the leather jacket. It's like this goofy. You know, it's kind of like yeah. I think it's just supposed to be like it's supposed to be fake, not a real Candyman moment. It's just kind of like but oh, I heard the story. The same, but at the same time, aren't they investigating the death of somebody or? Uh, no, they f- they didn't find out. They don't find out about the deaths until she starts get investigating the Candyman story. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. So they tell the story, and we this is when we meet Helen and Bernadette. And I guess Helen and Bernadette are working on. Um, They're working on like the their thesis. college the- college thesis yeah. on urban legends. It's specifically the hook hook hand. Uh, okay. I thought I thought it was just I mean I don't know I could be wrong. It could have been urban, the urban legend, but uh, I guess. The whole thing is that's why they're doing like the investigative journalism on Candyman is because mm-hmm. they're focusing okay. only on Candyman. Yeah, Man. and I'll give you okay, but I feel like they okay. So there's an ongoing theme with like notoriety in this. Like, yeah. like Helen really wants to claim notoriety for and fame from writing this thesis. Yeah, as if it's going to make it any difference. I was like, I don't know anybody who's famous based off a of thesis, um, let alone the entirety of history. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know, like, that, that, that that thesis I did on um, what movie did I do a thesis on? I don't know. I did a thesis on. I did my college thesis was on is El Dorado real? <laughs> oh, okay. No, mine was on, mine was on Videodrome. Oh, so, oh for yeah. pop culture. Yeah, okay. I thought I was gonna change the world, but go ahead. Mine was but on like, John Carpenter and westerns. Mm. Oh, yeah, you had a cool one. Cool. What, I remember when what, you wrote. What a waste of three papers. Yeah. <laughs> um, where was it getting at? You're talking about uh, oh, okay. So yeah, they're doing this, they're doing this thesis and they're like expecting to blow everybody away, but it's just about urban legends. Yeah, you know? well, she gets super like, oh. pissed because Xander like, Berkeley. Like, the, like it's not the cure for cancer. It's yeah. like you're just talking about urban legends. Yeah, like, I could do that. And I don't even have to be in college. They're doing their they're doing their research for their movie that they're going to make in four years. Uh, urban legend, mm. <laughs> dude. Well, speaking of, I'm going to say sense. I'm going to set up this next scene, and then Matt's going to go into a rant. So that's when I'm going to step away and get something to drink real quick. Okay. okay. So we cut to Helen's husband, 
who teaches an urban legend class, yeah. which it is very much like the urban legend movie. It made me think that even like happens in a, That even oh. happens in the movie, Urban Legends, is that they're teaching oh, still, a class yeah. on. Mikey likes it. Oh, I know um, what you're getting at. So it. it starts off, and Matt goes, you know what I hate about movies? And I was like, well, you, gotcha. hate, a lot of, you hate a lot of things, but what do you is got it, right is here? Is this a refer to our Scream 2 episode? No, no, this is actually, this is, this is, this a is new. This is new. Oh, so this is, this is when I walk away. Go ahead, Matt. You know what drives me nuts is when they show college classes in movies, and like the person sneaks in for like the last ten minutes, yeah, and it literally sounds like the professor just started the lesson, and he's like, you "That's, know, he's that's like, our time for." He's like, today. "Let's talk about urban legends," and then the bell rings. He's like, "Well, that's it for today." Yeah, and I was like, "Wait a minute, he just started his lesson in urban legends, yeah. like in yeah. the last five minutes of his class." Yeah, they do that in movies it does all the time, a lot. and it's I thought good. about it too. And I was like, "Yeah, start off in a class where like." A teacher's debating with a kid. Like, no, 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 yeah, you can't do that. Like, yeah, this is how this happened, you know, or something. Yeah, how come she didn't show up and it was like, hey, guys, for the last 10 minutes of study hall, and everyone's just quiet, and yeah. she's like, Ugh. <laughs> 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 It's a five-minute scene of, like, silence. And she like, looks at him, and he looks down at his watch. He's like, 10 more minutes. She's like, oh, okay. I'm paying $17,000 a year for this. $17,000? I'm going to get a drink. <laughs> oh, Matt walks away. Uh, should I go on a rant while Matt walks away? Yeah, sure. You know what I hate? What's that? Man. I think this first hour, everything looks good. I like the actors. I like the music. I like Tony Todd. I think the ending is cool. But man, I this, just don't like this movie. This though. first hour, I feel like it's nothing but like walk around. It's one of those pay attention movies. It's, you, you, a, it's a talky dude, movie. You could literally turn that movie on with a half an hour well, left and still understand what's going on. Why don't we get on. into this conversation then? Okay. Uh, so. His, like so, the update on this movie is that Jordan Peele is basically the executive producer on. Referring to our last episode, yeah, yeah, I believe it's. Our... He's not directing it, right? No, I think executive mm-hmm. producing or something. And Tony Todd just admitted that he's going to be in it too. Yeah, which I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of speculation on what's going on. The like, legend continues. At one point, they were going to replace Tony Todd, but Tony Todd's going to be in it. I hope it's not something where Tony Todd's passing the gauntlet. I think it will. I think he'll be Candyman, but then this new guy will be like. I don't want that. Though. Ta- taffy Man. Handyman. Handyman. And, yeah. But you know what? Like, I got two hands. <laughs> when they do that, I think it pisses horror fans off more than it does like. I don't uh, think so. Brings them on board. With, I think like, it's cool. I think when you, I, I don't think when you pass, it's kind of it's kind of going on to the whole like Ghostbusters thing. Like if in the new movie, it's them passing the gauntlet on. Yeah. That's cool. I'm I think it's that. gonna be like a uh, the Ring versus the Grudge movie. What, it's Ghostbusters? Be, no, this new Candyman. Oh, okay. It's gonna be like Candyman versus Candyman version two. So <laughs> Candyman, <laughs> Candyman, <laughs> Candyman. <laughs> yeah, versus Ted Levine. Versus Ted yeah. Levine. Wait, is that who voiced it? Yeah, it's yeah Ted, Ted Levine. Levine. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Candyman. Or Candyman. No, it's yes. Candy Cane. I know, but, I know, but it's, no, it's, Ted Levine. it's him on the CB Call. radio. Uh, He's on the CB radio summoning Candy Cane. I'm here after you. You play a joke I'm here after you, Joyride. Okay, Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> so my question is, what do you want to see differently <laughs> like in the new one? Voice. Is that good? Yeah. Right, what did you say? I'm sorry. My question is, what do you want to see differently in this new, this remake, reimagining? Dude, sequel? that's a total end of the podcast question. No, but I mean, we're talking about you're, but you're talking about how much you like were bored by it, you didn't like it, um, and maybe what improvements would you, you thought like it was see? garbage, and like higher death count or something? I don't know. Multiple, something... multiple people in front of mirrors saying Candyman, Candyman. Just something happening within that first hour would be nice. Like what? What would you like to see? I don't know. In those because the story is good. The this story is really cool for this movie. And I'll tell you when I really get into it. It's coming up here in three sentences. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, of my notes. Of All right. Five. Well, have, well, why don't we do this then? 
I posed the question. Think about it as we do the podcast. We'll come back mm-hmm. to it. All okay. right. So go ahead. All continue. Right. Should I read the rest of my notes like Ted Levine? No, just I think it, you guys just sprinkle it throughout. Okay, we can't just keep doing it. All right, Joyride. <laughs> what is that? What, what is that? That's Candyman. That's Candyman. Candy they, they don't call him Joyride. <laughs> yeah. That's time for come on, Joyride. You know what's his? Uh, you got it, Candyman. No, his name was what, 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 what was uh, a? Isn't Ted Levine's like voice so easy to do? It really is. Candyman. I feel like I could just say that line over and over, and I just put solution in the basket. <laughs> What's with all the bees, Candyman? <laughs> None of your business, Joyride. That's, I don't know what voice that is, though. That's Candyman. I, I, I know, I know oh, it is, but I can't it's figure it's it out. It's him trying to do Tony Todd. Yeah, you yeah. Know, okay, next time Tony Todd's a horror hound, you do this for him. Yeah. I'll tell him about my Joyride versus Candyman. And I'll film it. <laughs> and just watch Tony Todd's face just like drop. Like He's just going to pick you up because he's so tall and then just put you outside the door. That's, oh, that's can the we, best thing I've ever heard. Can we talk about the first time we ever saw Tony Todd? It was our first horror hound experience, and uh, I don't remember this. he was the first celebrity we saw there. Actually, no, Tom Savini was because he walked past. He was us. so tired. Yeah, he was tired. But Tony Todd walked like Tony Todd's tall. He's he, got to be. He's six, six four. Dude, he's yeah. Because you know uh, trivia. Were you gonna say this? Eddie Murphy was originally uh, up for the role of Candyman. This, I feel like this is bullshit though. It's one of those. IMDb this was trivia. that bullshit trivia I was talking about. Why is that really? BS? Okay. You don't know that. I could see it to be honest. Honestly, he just looks- he's coming off of coming coming to America. Yeah, Golden uh, Child. Golden, Golden Child, Child is America's favorite movie. At Harlem the time. Night. Harlem Night, right? Har- yeah, Harlem uh, Nights. Yeah, I feel yeah. like he was like, oh, let's get him in a horror movie, and then that didn't work, and then he ended up being in Vampire in Brooklyn. I feel though that I'm trying to think it of an Eddie Murphy impression, but keep going. I, <laughs> it's me, Candyman. Oh, is that pretty good? Okay, yeah. cool. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is legit, but I feel like this is the producer saying like, at one point we thought Eddie Murphy would be good in the role. Not that we asked him, and not that it was a possibility that he was going to be in this movie. They were just like, yeah, we, but we no, thought of Eddie. You get basically so what, about what I'm trivia? saying is this is no, I'm saying this is legit. I'm just saying that this trivia is coming from some producer who was like, yeah, one time in a board meeting, we were like, Eddie Murphy, and then that fell down in the path. But I think Eddie Murphy almost played yeah. Candyman. No, like, but that's no, not, he that's, didn't almost play Candyman. That's not where the... That's they not where thought the, he could play Candyman. That's not where the story ends, my friend. Okay, where does it end? They ended because they, they decided to go with Tony Todd because Tony, Tall, uh, Tony Todd... Tony Todd. Tony Todd <laughs> was, Tony, was tall. Was Tony Todd. That's my... That's my... That's my uh, <laughs> oh, my, my God. <laughs> that's my practice I do every time we, before we record. Tony Todd is tall. Tony Todd is tall. Tony, Tony Todd, Todd is tall. Is tall. Uh, but Eddie Murphy was like 5'7", so they, decided, they opted to go with the taller of the two. Yeah. So. I, I know, but I'm just... I uh, believe it. I'm saying... But I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm a believer this. in this favor. If Eddie Murphy came on board and said, I want to make Candyman, I'm, I'm sure the tall thing would have went out the door. He'd I like... Make, I, yeah, I'm going like, to get... I'm gonna the get budget would have went up and yeah. it would have been a way... But I'm also sure that maybe certain other things didn't work with uh, getting him as the Candyman. I'm sure. Like, money. I'll talk yeah. about another casting choice here in a so, minute. So, I feel like... I'm going to go religious for a second. Because oh I like to think that when we pass... Um, you know, and God has all the answers, you know, whatever your God may be. He's like, here's this, blah, blah, blah. Anything you want to know, I'll tell you this. You get your statistics at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like God could tell Matt everything. And Matt's like, I don't know about that. And he's like, no, but I just showed you everything. Yeah. He's like, mm, I don't know. God, no, tell, I'm, what I'm God saying, tell me one IMDb trivia that was true. I feel like you're Eddie not Murphy was up for the role of Candy Man. <laughs> I don't know about I that. I feel like you're not listening <laughs> to me. I'm not saying it wasn't true. I'm saying one person thought like, hey, we should ask Eddie Murphy. Not that they ever asked Eddie Murphy. It's just that some person thought they should. And then it was like, Eddie Murphy was almost up for the role of Candyman. And like, 
No, like you guys, I don't think you guys would have got Eddie Murphy on your budget. I wish if, if someone's out saying. there and they have time, go through all the episodes and everything Matt ever doubted or anything. And uh-huh. it's all just I am a, a doubter. I am a no doubter. And we'll release it as an episode. It'll be called I Don't Know About That. <laughs> so here's another casting one. I think this is legit. Okay. Uh, at one point, if um, for Virginia Madsen, yeah. instead of uh, Virginia Madsen playing Helen, it might have been Sandra Bullock. Oh, Bef- I don't know about that. Before she did, <laughs> before she did Speed. Okay. So I was like, I could buy that. I wonder. Now I kind of wondered this movie how this movie would have played out with Sandra Bullock as Helen. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Sandra Bullock. I don't know Sandra I Bullock. Think, so I feel like it would have been just kind of. Yeah, I feel like Virginia Madsen does a good job, and yeah. I don't really have any knocks on her. Mm-hmm. I think the casting on this movie is pretty solid. No, I think it's yeah. I think she does very well for yeah. her her role in this movie. No, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, I also get back with it. I don't see Eddie Murphy doing this role at all. I think this movie is made for Tony Todd. Well, I don't see Sandra Bullock being up for the role of Helen or Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> for either Helen. either one of their friends. So Helen is working at her desk, and she said she's listening to something about Candyman, and one of the, the custodians is like, "Oh, I know about Candyman." She's like, "I have a friend." Who knows about Candyman, oh, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And she's like, do you think I could speak to her? And she's like, yeah. And then, like, her friend is literally in the hallway. Like, Janice! <laughs> and like, and then I, I thought it was going to be like, a, I have a friend. I'll see if I can get a hold of him. Yeah. But that friend was right I in the hallway. I know a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> really? He's can right outside this hallway right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also the guy who knows him. Yeah. <laughs> we, we travel everywhere together. <laughs> We're best friends. <laughs> we know about Candyman. <laughs> My name is Joyride. Joyride. John John Joyride. John Joyride. What the hell is this? Is his name Rusty? Rusty uh, Joyride. Rusty Trombone. My name is Rusty Trombone. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Joyride. Wait, it was Rust- Rusty Nail or something? Or gosh, what is it? Te- yeah, because I keep hearing Paul Walker tetanus, say it. Tetanus Man or. Rusty oh, he has the Paul Walker's like Rusty Nail. You're so silly. Yeah, it's Rusty Nail, isn't it? I think it is. Rusty I Nail. Or Rusty Cage, who's a big Soundgarden fan. <laughs> I'm going to break my Rusty Cage. No, sorry. I think it's uh, I think it's Rusty Griswold because his fav- favorite movie is Vacation, right? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think it was Rock and Russell Joyride. Rock and Russell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds what? terrifying. I th- I feel like that's something they would have picked. That was actually the title for the movie before they picked Joyride. Yeah. Rusty Rock and Rock and Rock and Joyride. I can't say. Um. So the lady comes in, the other custodian. And she's like, yeah, I heard you know some stories about Candyman. And she pretty much talks about where the rest of the movie takes place, yeah. which is kind of in like... Cabrini Green. Yeah. And you said, where is this take... Where is that at? It's Chicago. Cabrini Green is in Chicago. It was, okay. a, uh, it was a housing uh, project. And it actually got demolished, I want to say, like late 90s. But this is like um, a massive, like, no-go territory, right? It's where, sh- um, like, southern sh- Chicago is, like Chirac. They call yeah. it Chirac now. Um, it's it's like kind of like high crime rate because apparently for the uh, I don't know if you got this for your trivia uh, they required like gang members who are seen in this movie as extras so they had okay so in order to shoot at Cabrini Green uh, they had to confer with the gangsters that live there and let them be extras in the movie for protection they basically like showing like their yeah, supervisors, if you will. And at the last day, like nothing happened, and until like the last day, their van was shot at by like somebody shot a, a I think bullet. it was probably like, a sniper from a like a one of the buildings. Or yeah, something. so it was just a bullet. Could have been kids playing with a gun. It wasn't like you know anybody that was like 
inflicting any harm okay. on them. So. Yeah, okay. But yeah, they had to ask. The, so some of the, uh, a lot of people, or I'm going to say a lot of the people in this movie, the extras are legit. Yeah. I'm wondering, I, now I never got a confirmation on um, finding and searching on the internet. Okay. <laughs> if the gangsters are the ones that meet Helen and Bernadette oh. in, the, in the beginning scene. It could be. If those yeah. are actually the people who live there. Or those yeah, because they're the ones that are like, hey, we got, you know, five o whatever, you yeah. know, the five over coming. I yeah. would think that that's maybe them. That's like kind of what they do. Yeah. Uh, warning people, you know, they have like a certain code or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. not really a code if you're saying cops are coming. <laughs> well, sorry. Code uh, talk. They wind, have like wind talkers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the cops are coming. Popo. Everybody run. The cops are here. That was a bad Ted Levine. <laughs> I tried to get Ted Levine again. Ted Levine, Levine eating something. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, yeah. With no. a banana on each side of his yeah. mouth. <laughs> Everybody run, the cops are here. Trying to whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't whistle. <laughs> Too much banana. <laughs> so you'll have to explain this next part to me because I was very confused at first when all of a sudden it cuts to Virginia Madsen or cuts to Helen and Bernadette and they're in Helen's apartment. Yeah. And Helen goes, oh, I got to show you this. And she takes out her mirror and she goes, look through there. That's someone else's apartment, but it's vacant. And... Why is she taking this out? How does she know? And this is very, it's very weird. It's abrupt. It's very yeah. abrupt and weird information they're going to. Basically, they're saying that like her house used to be a project. Oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, it used to be a project. And all they did was cover up the walls with drywall, the cinder block walls with drywall. Yeah. And then sell these apartments for over $1,000 a month. Yeah. And she's like, it's the same company that built Green, uh, Cabrini Green. Okay. So she's like, and I'll show you They're this. the same layout. I don't know how she knows about the... I see. Okay. That the, makes sense now the, because... Yeah. I don't, but I don't know how she knows about the mirror in the bathroom. That's yeah. Weird. So she takes out her medicine mirror. Is that, is that what they call them? Mm -hmm. Medicine mirrors? And she pops it out and you can see right into the other room. Yeah. And she's mm -hmm. like, so this is the same layout as it is in the green. Yeah. Yeah. The big green. The big green. Um, Steve Gutenberg. And she's like, that's why we have to go down there. Why does she have the urge to go there? I'm very That's confused. That's where they're investigating, like, a, I think a murder that Yeah, happened. they matched yeah, the so murder. Yeah, so what's her taking the mirror out of the other one? It's so they can sneak, I think, sneak around to get to... Okay, just yeah. to kind of... Okay. Yeah, I think it's well, just... Well, she thinks like that a, the killer came through there, which yeah. actually this is based on a real serial killer story that the director oh, found Oh, yeah, out that's about. right. Okay, I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because it's that, her thinking about the Candyman killer coming through the mirror. Yeah. She thinks, oh, it was probably someone who actually just came through the mirror. Yeah. And killed yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So go ahead. You had a story about... So yeah, it's based on... The director found during research... Doing research for the movie, he found about a story about like somebody who killed somebody through an apartment through the, the oh, same situation with okay. the mirror. That's terrifying. Yeah. Because it's crazy because it's like, who would know about that? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So they end up going down to the green. And when they get there... Um, kudos for them, man. They got they got some confidence walking into this Balls. building. Yeah. And so Balls they, of steel. Yeah, they run into some of the like the locals there, and they're kind of giving them a hard time, thinking they're the police. And Bernadette and Helen go to one of the rooms and pop out the mirror, and Helen climbs through, and she starts playing with needles. Yeah. Um, I don't know why she's digging through all this stuff. Um, actually, I feel like I kind of looked away for a second. She's like in this abandoned apartment. And she's just kind of just... And this is where the murder took place, was in this abandoned apartment. That's what I figured. Right? Yeah. I believe or so. Or did the murder take place? You no, no. so confident. <clears throat> like, right? No, the murder takes place in the apartment that they actually go to. Yeah. Right? 
Quit right? telling me I, things. I like, right? the, I like the right. And then right? asking me if what you said was right. No, but they're doing this, right? right? Which one does it take? The I think it, take place. It's in? probably the, the apartment one, they break in. The it's apartment they go the, into, or the apartment they break into. It's probably the one that they're in, and they're retracing the steps was. of where the potential yeah. killer came from. Which right? Is uh, right. This abandoned like room behind the mirror. Right. Right. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> you believe me? Right. Right. right? So yeah, so Helen goes in the other side of the mirror and she kind of hunts around and searches. And then she comes back and this is when they meet her, the neighbor. The neighbor, of, yeah. Yeah. And she's just like this, maybe like, I don't know, early 20s single mom. Yeah. She's got her child with her. Um, and then, like I said, this is what I mean. This, this whole first hour is just kind of like, this It's happens. like introducing this like, the happens. people that are basically can fodder for the rest of this movie. Yeah, because like the next, well, I mean like the next scene is the dinner of Helen. Well, isn't that isn't the next scene where they talk about the bathroom or is that is it they're, they're, they're like their dinner oh yeah they're talking about the special like the urban legend specialist right yeah. i want to say this is the director by the way the big guy yeah it's not him it's no, not who's no. the director in this movie because i know he makes a cameo I know, uh, you already said it are you talking about the guy with the, like the the big the big the big dude who had long, long hair bernard rose yeah. that's the island of bernard rose but, but they're I thought there was a, a cameo. Right? I don't know. Right? Right? You did the trivia, right? I did. <laughs> you had one like, job. I saw his name and I was like, oh, that's the, I was like, that's the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the director. Okay. Did you say Clive Barker did write the screenplay? He wrote the right? short story. I know you wrote a short story. Yeah. I didn't know if he did the screenplay as well. Matt, you looked it up while I keep he talking about He may have done the screenplay, uh, screenplay because I think, uh, Whoever, some one of the reviewers of this movie, yeah. uh, basically was like talking crap about Clive See? Barker. So oh, he was really? like lower tier. No, that's Barker. he plays Archer Ar- Archie Walsh over my head. I don't know. I know, but he's got, he's got <laughs> what I'm saying. He's got, he's got two names. I'm stumped. <laughs> he's got two full names, and I don't remember who that was in this movie. He's definitely not the psychiatrist. So the director is in the movie. Yeah, the director. He's is in probably the movie. He he's honestly probably in this dinner's discussion. He could be the therapist. That's, I he's thought. Not, I no, thought he was the professor that told him about like. Can't, he's basically the one who told him about Candy. He Man. might be the little boy that Helen runs into. Oh man, this kid. So Bernard yeah. Rose wrote it though. Uh, oh, he did. Clive write Barker it. didn't do any writing. Okay, so it's I'm just so based surprised. off the story. I thought he had. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they go to this whole dinner, and this is when you hear like the story of Candyman. Yeah. Um, I totally expected some flashbacks. I was like waiting for. Oh, like, just watch the next two movies. Yeah. I think oh, you I know. Movie. This is where I was thinking of Farewell of the Flash. I was yeah. Like, no, so I, so I actually, I actually like. They like smear honey on his chest. Yep. Yeah. And he's like, bring on the bees. Yeah. Bring he on says the it. bees. Yeah. Hey, this said, is the bee movie. <laughs> <you know? laughs> this is the bee's knees. Come on, Candyman. <laughs> What's up with the hook? Who gave it to me? <laughs> come Actually, on! Where does that hook come from, by the way? Oh, no, wait. I think because they sever his hand and then they replace it with a hook. Yeah. Why the hell would they do that? I don't know. It makes no sense. Ask Clive Barker. He wrote the story to this. Ask no, him! I, don't, I, don't, I think he gets a hook from something. I don't think they gave him a hook. Like, here you go. We'll give you a hook. So you become this urban legend. Like, we feel bad. Here's your hook hand. Ooh. Oh, hey. Kind of. It's on subject. It's actually a pretty good question. Who do you think would win... Candyman, okay, okay, or Ted, Ro- Ted Rockin' Le- Russell, Candyman, or Rock Russell, Rockin' Joyride. Who the hell? Oh, okay, yeah, Russell. finished the set. Rusty made up character. Or Jerry Seinfeld from B Movie. Uh, yeah, Candyman. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe Candyman because he's supernatural. Cool. I, I ask everybody. I meet that cool. question. Um, so cuts to Helen. Helen meets the little boy. He tells him. <laughs> my, my notes say. My notes say Helen meets little boy. He tells Wiener story. <laughs> 
my god. So the wiener story this is a very is, serious story here. It is dark, it's man. It's super dark. It is very dark. Yeah. This is where we get our flashback. I got a, I got a question for you. And for we, me specifically? Should I tell this part and then we no, can yeah, ask go ahead and tell the part. Okay. The little boy <laughs> tells Helen about the story where... And I don't know how it fits into this it's movie, a, so explain uh, to it. It's a mom, I think, grocery shopping, right? And yeah. then she tells her son to go play off somewhere. Yeah. He ends up uh, in the bathroom that's across the street. Okay. Ends up saying Candyman five times. Mm-hmm. Candyman shows up and then forcefully removes his wiener. Yeah. And, and when they cut it, to it. tosses it in the toilet, I think. It's a, it, this is too much for me. It's, it's this is way, way very, Even Matt looked at me and he was like, wow. He's like, that was very graphic. I was like, yeah, that was that was." Too yeah, because the, they'd say like how one of the toughest guys on the, you know, pretend, you know, asking if the mom was all right. Yeah. He describes like one of the toughest guys goes across the street, you know. The, these stories always oh, end yeah. up. These stories yeah. always end up with somebody discovering the body or the victim, and their hair turns white, which is how they say Ted Raimi. Basically, yeah, they say hair, oh, hair yeah. is white. So this guy, the toughest guy on the street, walks in this bathroom, finds the kid who's like screaming in agonizing pain, basically, uh, and then checks the toilet, I think, and then finds it. Yeah, and the kid's castrated, and then basically talk about how when they when he came out of the bathroom, not five seconds later, his hair is basically white so i'm glad they I, don't show this flashback yeah because the then way. it would like uh like the guy walking out of the bathroom with white hair this became yeah. goofy should i assume that every young person with white hair has seen Candyman? <laughs> is that what <laughs> is that what i'm gonna assume every time i see somebody walking down the street you really? know it would have been really cool as if there were like nods to that in the movie if there was somebody with white hair in the movie but they didn't like, and really, they never mentioned that yeah. he's just subtle Candyman. like subtle whatever. but you, yeah. Knew. Yeah. you knew you knew you knew so my question is this me and chris watched the unrated version of this movie is that a good okay. question uh yeah <laughs> did we <laughs> um, we watched the R-rated version or the uncut version, right? Right, right, Chris. <laughs> we watched the unrated version. Did they show the kid on the bathroom floor holding his? They showed uh, crotch? the they showed the kid uh, squirming around, and there's okay. definitely a pile of blood on his. Uh, yeah, area. I couldn't remember if it was in the radar version or if it was just this unrated version because I else saw did... last night and I was like, "Holy shit, that's graphic!" What else did you see? Uh, yeah, it, we'll, it was just we'll, get, they just, we'll keep asking. Yeah. I'll keep asking you okay. stuff as the kids. I'm not even sure. I asked the questions. I, I, I had hold on. I asked. I think I have the R-rated version. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. we, it, we uh, the, the unrated was literally the, the exact same time. As, it was 99 minutes. It was the exact same time as the rated R version. Yeah, so it was like it was just a dollar more. That's how they hook you in. Yeah, right. that's how they hook you. Nah, gotcha. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Amazon's <laughs> hooking. Yeah. So Helen goes in the bathroom, and then she ends up getting beat up. And yeah, this is very uh very graphic. Yeah, very dark. Yeah. Scene. Why do they beat her up? Basically, staying out of our stay out of our turf. Yeah, she'd be. Why does this guy walk around with a hook and trench coat? It's the main part of the movie, my friend. They continue to keep the legend alive by spreading rumors that Candyman is uh, wrecking havoc in the uh, area. Okay, interesting. Okay, that's why when people talk about Candyman, that's how Candyman continues to exist in the world. Which I, I gotta wonder, like, why don't they kill her? It's the same concept as uh, Freddy Krueger, actually. Oh, why? Okay, explain. like every time, like the only way Freddy Krueger exists is through an idea. Oh. So it's the same concept. Okay. In a way. But they forgot about me. <laughs> oh, no. no again, a new new player in the game. <laughs> it um, was me. <laughs> so Helen goes and she has a lineup and she picks the guy out of the lineup. Yeah. She had a really nice bruise on her. Oh, hand. my it's, God. It's a, yeah, the makeup uh, on this makeup's is pretty, pretty good. good. Um, 
This Hell, is where we meet our uh, police captain, who's supposed to be like kind of helping. Or it's something. weird. I feel like he, he turns like, uh, does a total one eighty, and uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know when shit starts going down. Give, he should. I feel like he was so close to being like a supporting character, but he's really. Not. I feel like they should have had a supporting character, like some sort of authority figure. I yeah. agree. Uh, basically, kind of like what's his like name? Chris from, uh, Sir? Chris that's what say from Child's nice, Play. Nice dude. Yeah, I was nice. totally just gonna say that. Nice. Yeah. Um, we did Child's Play, right? That's yeah, right, we did. man. Yeah. Hey, welcome, welcome to back. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember if we did that. I know. I remember watching it a couple months ago. And yeah. I was oh, like, it was it was a while ago when we watched the movie. Or yep. Record the episode. That movie is uh, awesome. Is good. It holds up. Honestly, I feel I would put it in the same uh, level or realm as this movie. Actually. I would too. Yeah. I think I think that one's better. Well. Of course, one or the other is going to be better. Because okay, here's well, I yeah, say, as far I mean, as quality wise, this, right? keeping your villain kind of yeah. like hidden, you know, they don't sprinkle them throughout the movie. Okay, I'm just saying I think that one's a better. Now movie. we'll yeah, talk about this on a further on another episode. But what makes a slasher film a slasher film? Like do supernatural? I think it's I, do supernatural elements mm-hmm. ruin slasher films, or does a slasher film just have to be strictly a human killer? Nah, I think slashers can uh, exist. He in, gave you two options, and he said nah. Continue with the podcast, please. <laughs> or go with option three. Is it because there's a heavy body count? I think it is like your typical like there's not a heavy body count in this. I think it's your typical slasher movies are like your typical like let's do drugs dead or like let's yeah. have sex dead, you know. Which they don't really do in this movie. Yeah. It's just kind of like people getting slashed, but no, that's a good question. I have to think about that. Like, is this a slash? We'll talk about it later on okay. on, a, on another podcast. On another podcast? Uh, but I do want to say this. I think the reason... You, would you say you were... No, you thought the first half was slow. Yeah. I think the reason why this first half is slow is this is because this movie is, an, uh, is mostly effective as a first-time watch. I think so. I think it's very... Uh, it, they play it off as like almost like a psychological thriller in a way. Yeah. The mystery's supposed to hook you, I feel like. Ooh, nice you know what use I mean? of that hook again. Hook. Yeah. It's supposed to hook you, and it's like... But because we know Candyman, we know what he looks like, Yeah, and we've already seen this movie plenty of times, that we already that know. the first half We're is already like, aware. just get to it. That's why, yeah, I think I liked you know? it a lot because I viewed it as almost like the psychological thriller where it's like just stories are being passed around. You don't really see anything yeah. until basically like you're 45 minutes in where you actually get your first glimpse at uh, Tony Todd. Uh, and honestly, yeah, I can't answer that because I don't remember how I felt when I first watched it. Oh, I was definitely so. horrified when I watched this. As, as I remember a being pretty scary when I first, first time I watched I it. I speci- specifically remember uh, that psychiatrist scene. Oh, dude. So, that was like the way... Yeah, like, it, bad we'll get there. We'll get there. It, it brought we'll back horrible memories. Yeah. I just, I feel like this. there's a genre out there, like I like to call it the investigation yeah. genre. Mm-hmm. And like the investigation genre is like where you're kind of following these characters as they're putting pieces you're together. Learning, you're learning alongside with the character. And it's not really like a mystery movie where you're trying to figure out who the killer is. It's more of like you're finding stuff out as they find out. Kind of like an all all president's men kind of like storyline. Uh, but it's like if you know wait, where Wait, with Michael Douglas? No, it's uh, Dustin Hoffman, Robert Redford, right? Yep. Yeah. And Watergate okay. scandal. Or something. And it's like, it's kind of like you're following, or like Night Stalker. You ever watch Night Stalker? Cold Chat? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's like stories are being told. He yeah. doesn't know if it's real. And then he stumbles across like the the monster of the week or whatever. So yeah, like, yeah, they're always better the first oh, yeah, time you watch too, and yeah. the second time you watch and you're kind of just waiting for them to get to the meat of the story. Yeah. Which is the meat of the story is when Candyman shows up like an hour in. Yeah. Then like stuff starts hitting the fan really fast. Yes. As soon as that happens. Okay. All right. I'm with you. So speaking of, uh, so Helen goes out to the parking garage and uh, this is when we meet Candyman yeah, for the first like, time. Helen. Helen. 
Dude, I love his voice, man. This is so, so great. Oh, dude, that was really good. No, I can do one. Turn better. those speakers up, Cinema fans. Turn that bass up now. <laughs> I got a voice. No, no, no. What is that? It's something you're trying to hack a loogie, man. Like, oh. It's me, Candyman. <laughs> I'll turn your bass down. <laughs> Helen. <laughs> um. So Candyman approaches Helen. And I think this is really cool because Helen has like huge tears in her eyes, just welling yeah. up, and she's just so like in a daze with him. It's a At really first she's like, "Oh, who's there?" You know, yeah. and then like she realizes, like, "Oh, I may have made a horrible mistake." Yeah. So I believe this is one. Here's my trivia for this. I believe this is one of the scenes that takes place in. But Virginia Madsen was actually hypnotized during this movie for certain, oh, for certain yeah. takes. Okay, okay. And she didn't like it. it. It was like very uncomfortable for her, so they stopped doing it. Was a keyword like Helen or something? Or yeah, there was a keyword to get yeah. her out. I don't know what the keyword was. Um, She's like, I do not like this. Get me out. Get me out. I'm sure right. <laughs> Um, That's interesting. But yeah, this scene right now, this scene, like, I think she's hypnotizing the scene. Like, I can see that. Yeah. She seems okay. very. She's very like lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then my notes are kind of scattered right here, but this is when Helen, it just cuts and Helen wakes up in a bathroom, like she wakes in up, blood. uh, wakes up in the bathroom of, uh, the resident at the apartments, but we mm-hmm. don't know that yet. So she like wakes up in the bathroom and it's like you blood all over her. basically. Yeah. And we see like a dog's head. Oh man. Yeah. And man's then, best friend. Yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> From the movie Man's Best Friend. No, Sorry. That's not how it came yeah. out. You meant just not like a dog. Like, no, I actually was referring to the movie. K9. K9. Uh, John Belushi. Uh, <laughs> Turner and Hooch. R.I.P. Just <laughs> Tommy Hanks. They got R.I.P. They got Hanks and the dog. Uh, Airbud. Yeah, Airbud. <laughs> My- Milo Notice. <laughs> Homeward Bound. <laughs> was it Shadow and Shiloh and Hooch? No, Shadow. Shadow from Chance. Shadow. Yeah, Shadow, Shadow Chance and what's the other animal's name? The know. the Sally Field of the bunch. Oh yeah, dude. I'm oh my movie. gosh, it's Some... Shadow, Chance, uh... Joyride. And uh-huh. <laughs> Joyride. I gotta look Can- up. That's killing candy me. Candy. That's killing it's me. me, Sally Field. <laughs> <laughs> We're going on an adventure. Let's get lost in San Francisco. <laughs> this man loves or voices. Or look, a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Levine just doing the voice of this female cat is awesome. Are you sure you want me to do this? <laughs> yeah, Ted. It sounds great. Man. <laughs> Sassy. 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 Dude, I remember that being an awesome movie. That first movie was uh, very tense. Yeah. The waterfall. I, I remember yeah. only. I remember which also like, happens in Milo Notice. When Shadow almost dies. Yeah. I don't, remember, like, I don't remember anything. Can we, which we, is, we should uh, watch that for the podcast. Which is, who yeah. is, who's the, uh, is he in, which actor does Shadow? Because Michael J. Fox does the other yeah. one. Is uh, it Robert Redford? No, nah, I feel like it's the, uh, from Ghost Story, right? It is. Old Timer. I don't know. I don't. Is I thought it was Don Amichia. Yeah, uh, Don Amici. Don Amici. Yeah. Oh man, I, yeah. I, dude, I've never, I've never seen Don Amici's name spelled out. So when you said that, oh, I, could I was tell. like, Oh shit, Don Amici. Because he's in Ghost Story, right? That's what that looks like. Yeah, he's also in, in uh, Trading Places. Is he and, in? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not in the. Uh, no, never mind. 
Coming to America. Batteries not included. I think that's somebody else. Uh, no, you're thinking uh, Cocoon. He's in Cocoon. He's in Cocoon with yeah. you. Yeah, were you thinking of Cocoon? Wolf Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. I don't know what that is, but I'll take it. Yeah, he's Steve yeah, I, I totally heard He's Mortimer Duke from uh, Mortimer Duke. Yeah, yeah, from uh, Coming We're to America. He's, he's, I'm sorry, he's also in Coming to America, and he's in. They yeah. reprise the roles yeah. in Coming to America. Yeah, we're back. Nice. Don Amici, man. Yeah, as soon as you said it, I was like Don Emma Emma Don Amache Amache Nache. So I've never seen it like Mr. Paper Mache. So Helen wakes up in the bathroom, blood everywhere, dog head decapitated. Um, I legitimately was, I was like, oh my God, they first went with this kid getting castrated and I thought like maybe the baby was dead. She movie. says it. Well, though. they, they, it's a weird it's cut. Yeah. This is really, this is bad. Helen turns the corner and it's the neighbor from earlier in the movie with who had the child. Yeah. And she's like leaning over her crib and she's like screaming in agony and there's blood everywhere. Helen's got a really bad knack, by the way, for picking up the murder weapons all the time. <laughs> and walking Making sure she touches them. her hands on everything, yeah. Yeah. you know? She's, like, peeing on the murder weapon. Like, that way they know it's me. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what that means. If they do uh, any tests, they'll know it's me. Yeah. Yeah. And for basically, sure. <laughs> the mother is pretty much stating that the child's dead. That's, so I, that's what I it's thought. It's very weird. Yeah, she said, you kill my kid. It's maybe very she misleading. Meant, maybe she thinks the dog is her kid. But there's blood all in the... Yeah, the crib. The crib, which is kind of weird, too. It's like, why would they... Don't put any blood there if the kid's not dead. But then it's like shortly revealed that like the baby is missing, not At some point, necessarily yeah. dead. Yeah. But Helen and the mother, they fight, and Helen like stabs the mother. Oh, she chops her with the, the butcher, yeah. butcher And knife. she's like, you gotta stop, you gotta calm down. And then the cops show yeah. Very intense scene. Yeah. This is an awesome scene. Uh, and then Helen goes to jail at this point. Yep. And, and then, does she get committed here? Is that no, 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 not yet. But okay. not yet. She tries oh, calling. Okay. She I got think, more. There's she tries more calling her husband on display. Oh yeah. But okay. which we didn't state that they're kind of insinuating that her husband's cheating on her. With they've been kind of hitting uh, since the beginning because yeah, even after that yeah, class lecture, same. they show um, Stacy uh, kind of getting all handsy almost with the, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, after Helen goes to jail, she tries to call her husband. He doesn't answer. She gets out. And then we get another Candyman scene popping through the mirror. Yeah, this one's um, pretty good. Yeah. This is, uh, Dude, it was like a haunted house, man. This is a pretty good looking because scene. Because it's like almost like they do... They, is this the one where Bernadette and Helen did it together? Uh, I thought they did it way earlier. They, at no. this point, At this point, they've already done the Candyman. I'm lost in the timeline. What's up? No, it's fine. I was to say, after they get out of jail... It doesn't no. it cut to burn. Oh yeah, maybe because it is. That, that is earlier. The, when they do it together, is you're right. They've already you're right. summoned. That's earlier. And it's way, yeah. way before That's all right. this. They never this actually is... do it though. They only get the yeah, four. They do. Then no, they Vir- Virginia Matson's the only one that does it the fifth time. Yeah, oh, I thought she Bernadette doesn't see it, which explains why she doesn't. Uh, maybe no. no, no. I think she gets the four and they quit. And she's no, like, shaking she, out. She quits and she's like, "Oh, you're you didn't say it. Like she went through with it, but Bernadette did not go through with it." Okay. No, this he, is actually, I was going to say, this scene is when Candyman pops out in the mirror. Yeah, the hand and, is popping through, and it's like a bunch of tracking shots of like, it's really turning the corner, he's there. It's awesome. Goes man. back in the apartment, he's he's there too, which is and pretty And then good. Bernadette's trying to get into the apartment, and you hear Helen yelling, like, you know, go away, yeah. but she doesn't have the energy to like scream it. And so Bernadette walks in, turns towards gets Candyman. super murked. She by. gets killed, and that's a disturbing image. Oh, I man. really, really like... This, this is a story where crazy. basic Candyman is there's the kind of and that's why I brought this theme up earlier. There's a theme about like fame, yeah. And she's trying to get fame based off this thesis that she's writing because there's a scene in earlier on where she's like 
she keeps like kind of driving the story with Bernadette, like, hey, we're gonna get famous off this, yeah. like, like we're this is gonna be a big deal. And um, Candyman's story is that he goes to Helen. He's like, you guys have like tarnished, basically tarnished basically. Yeah. my career, my 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 career. My resume is garbage now. He calls um, um uh he calls the uh, the gang members or the people that are in the the project. What's the pro- what's the what are the projects called again? Cabrini. Cabrini Green. Yep. And he calls the people that uh that have like the hook hand like yeah. that guy. Calls him the, his congregation, basically. So it's almost like a religion in a way. Yeah, like he's nothing without their fame. So it's like there's these two like th- there's this thing going on with fame between both of them, which is pretty. Interesting. Ultimately, what it where like kind of how that movie ends. It ends on that on that yeah th- that fame theme yep. as well. But it's kind of interesting because he can't like he's basically he's driving the story. The reason why he's not killing her right off the bat is he needs people heard of spread the word that there's this candy yeah, man. He says that really early on too. He's like. He, yeah, he talks about something, and he's like, yeah, that push. I can't remember, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, Mel, that was a waste of a sentence. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, where are you going? No, I said words nothing. Are. But that's it. Like, I yeah. just feel like that this is, and this is that push. is like, instead of killing Helen, he's going to make Helen go crazy. And so her, I feel like, like yell um, about Candyman. He's going to kill her friend, Bernadette, and she's going to be raving about Candyman. He's going to keep, like, I feel like poking uh, and prodding her. And, previous episode, uh, we did Freddy vs. Jason. I feel like they... They took a page from this, this yeah, uh, screenplay. Because yeah. basically, like, Freddy's like, you they won't believe me, you know? Yeah. Like, so I, I brought Jason back from the dead. It's Ted Levine doing a Freddy impression. Yeah, what? <laughs> hey, monk. Monk. <laughs> I don't know about that, monk. Just, I don't know. You just said normal voice. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was going to say, just go on. Her husband, is it Trevor? I Trevor, think? Yeah. yeah. Trevor shows up, finds her with the knife, and he calls the cops. And cops show up, and they take her to the hospital where she gets sedated. This is a really cool scene because Candyman pops up in the room she's being sedated in, and she starts screaming, you know, being like, help, he's here. Yeah, he's under help. the bed. I know. I see it. Help, 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 he's here. Help, Candyman's in here. <laughs> oh, no, it's the Mandy can. Um, he's trying to take my candy. <laughs> get this man out of here. <laughs> Oh man, that should be his name, Candyman. Candyman. Can- Candy she's man. talking to herself in the dark. <laughs> Anybody hear me out she there? She really lost it. <laughs> it's me, Helen. Yeah, she was real important writing this big thesis about urban legends. She was gonna really make it. <laughs> then she became obsessed with candy. Um, and then it cuts, and I guess she's been sedated for like a month. Yeah, they've been giving her yeah. a heavy dose of some drug that's yeah. basically been keeping her sedated for. A while. Which is basically me on allergy medicine in the month of May. <laughs> oh, God. Stay tuned. Cool. Stay tuned. I'll see you in June. <laughs> <laughs> and then she meets with her therapist, and he's like, can you explain this? And he shows a video of when Candyman was in the room with her. And he's nowhere and to be seen, basically. She's still acting the same, but there's nobody in the room. Yeah. I feel so like really, I wouldn't even, at this point, I wouldn't even be like, don't even look at the security footage. I know he's not on there. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I if, was, he's, if he's floating above my bed, he definitely ain't He definitely yeah. yeah. He definitely ain't on that footage. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's been there for about a month or talking, and she looks towards the mirror, and she's like, I'll show you. He's real. And she calls Candyman out from the mirror, and from out of nowhere, you see... This is awesome. It's, this is a, it's probably the coolest scene in the movie because it's so damn intense. He pops up basically from underneath the desk. Yeah, and ends up killing the therapist. And then he releases Helen. And then the coolest shot of the whole movie, yeah. Candyman crosses his arms and he flies out backwards to the window. It's <sighs> awesome. It's, it's so a cool. really I cool looking I rewound this a few times. I was like, this is cool. So, okay, this was the unrated stuff, I think. Okay. Uh, we saw, like, it's... Uh, how does he kill the doctor in the regular version? So the doctor's like... 
just sitting at the at the desk, and mm-hmm. then you just hear like, oh, oh, you know, and then there's blood shooting everywhere, and then it shows Candyman lifting or standing yeah. behind him, and he's kind of like pulling the hook, almost like yeah. severing his spine. Okay. I'm trying to tell Matt it's exactly the so. Same. I guess like that's it's, one. Scene what that I saw different. basically was super graphic. It yeah, can so pass we, for an unrated. Yeah, he version. rips in the in the unrated version. He like rips his basically his. He's like, going. He's straight basically up his spine. eviscerating. Yeah, it's his the same back. scene. And there then, was one scene that was yeah. different. Yeah, and I think that's it. Yeah, it's I just a couple it's of dead. shots that are added in. Yeah, okay. a couple of frames. Okay. That's super late. NPA um, stuff. I hate so, this guy so much. Yeah. Helen's like, I'm gonna go home now, and she goes home and she finds one of the uh, Trevor students. Stacy, the yeah. college student, and she's sitting there painting, and she sees Helen and she freaks out. Her action's pretty uh, legit. And then Trevor comes out with a bathrobe on. It's like, what's the deal, babe? <laughs> and. Um, that's so stupid. <laughs> I don't know what that whole voice that and was. And so then we find out that it's true that Trevor has yeah, been Yeah, there's been Helen. suspicions throughout the movie. It's yeah. confirmed, and even uh, Virginia Manson confirms that she's still using the same furniture. Is that what yeah. he pulls yeah. the... Yeah. That's bullcrap. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Helen's like all in, in depth in this investigation mode about this uh, urban legend, but she can't investigate her own marriage. Oh, nice. What's wow. That about, you know? Nice. Good tag. Nice, dude. We all picked up on it. Film analysis. She didn't? Yeah. Well, she and did, but she just didn't like... She didn't pursue it because she's too she busy doing urban legend research. She's not afraid to, you know, she's afraid to call her husband out for cheating, but not afraid to go to Cabrini Green and... Oh, man. Into man. an old murder, hey, murder site, off. you know? He's off Helen. I'm just saying. Okay. This she's is saying. she's suffering here, she's man. She's suffering. I'm just saying. <laughs> so Helen kind of is like she kind of fights with him for like a second, like verbally, and then she's like, you know what? Never mind. Dude, Whatever. yeah, left this guy. This yeah. guy's a piece of piece of turd. So she goes back to the green, and this is when Candyman ends up like kissing her. Yeah, and this is when he bees. transfers like gives her bees. Yeah, gives yeah. her bees a back kiss to the bees. <laughs> okay, so here's here's my uh, trivia about this. All right, so these of course are all real bees. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the way the bees worked is that they were bred specifically for the movie, and they were only twelve hours old. Wow. And the reason why they're twelve hours old is because they look mature, but their stingers aren't strong enough to actually do any damage. Oh, neat. Um, so uh, it almost it actually took like. 45 minutes to remove all the bees off their bodies. Every oh, take man. So, wow. yeah. And um, Tony Todd had a thing in his contract that every time he got stung by a bee, he'd get $1,000. Whoa. So over the, over the stretch of the trilogy, the Candyman trilogy, Tony Todd has been stung 23 times. Holy by crap. Good for him, man. Good contract, yeah. dude. Yeah, isn't that sweet? <laughs> so she wakes up and... I thought she was dead for a second. And this is kind of a weird thing. Like, is she dead? Is she alive? What's kind of going on? Um, she wakes up and she hears a kid crying outside in this, like, trash heap. And or it's like it's kind of like a, um, like a pyramid of trash, if you will. Yeah. So she runs outside and she climbs in this trash and she finds a baby in there. And when she finds the baby, one the little boy from earlier in the movie, he's inside the apartment. He looks out and he sees the hook of Candyman inside... The trash heap. And he goes, Candyman's oh, he in there. Yeah. He's like, Candyman's in there. We got to set this I don't thing on fire. This, but I just remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Seeing the hook. This, this whole oh, you're getting the of... ending mixed up. We are at the ending. No, no. When like the thing whole the whole thing burns down, yeah. he sees the hook then. No, yeah. it's right here. I thought it was he, looks he doesn't through. see the hook. No, he just sees. He just I'm pretty sure he sees that the there's hook. like. I'm pretty sure. Going on. Why did they burn the trash heap in the first place? Because they think Candyman's in there. And he's like, he's like, this is our time to kill him. You ever see those like backwoods redneck videos where they're like, hey, like, it like this. I'm going to burn this. Light this wood on fire with a bunch of 
gasoline. So with anyway, a bunch of fireworks. it's fun. Yeah, basically, the little boy sees doing it for fun. Okay, the little boy sees Candyman in the the pyramid trash. Okay, and he's like, "This is it. This is now." So they run out and they pour gasoline everywhere, and while they sit on fire, the entire like crew is out there. Everybody that lives yeah, there, the congregation. Yeah. yeah. And Candyman holds Helen's mouth closed so she can't yell. And then she ends up stabbing him, grabbing the baby. And she crawls out with the baby, and her hair burns oh, off. Oh, man. And the makeup, I feel, looks goofy here. It does. I don't, it's a little weird. It's, yeah. It just doesn't work well, for it's, me. I think what's weird about it is that they purposely just burnt her hair and not her face. Yeah. Her face oh, yeah, looks right. so That's clean exactly and polished, yeah. and her hair is then, all, like, gone. And, and, then, when exactly they, and then when they put her out, she's, like, severely burned. It's just yeah. Kind of like, yeah, it, just, it just looks goofy. Like, yeah. I feel like she just had some scarring on the face to kind of have that whole, like, well-rounded look, but it's like a Hollywood thing where it's like, don't cover up the actress's face. I mean, it's yeah. legit. The monster makeup. Yeah. And so she crawls out after getting away from Candyman, gives the baby back to the mother, and then we cut to the funeral. And Helen has passed. She's in her casket. And then everybody that lived at the apartment complex shows up, and they throw the hook inside uh, the grave. I don't know what the significance was of it. I don't know if they're paying respect or if they're being like, Maybe Candy, she's Candyman's like, dead. You killed Candyman. Here you go. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Here, have a hook. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I killed imagine, Candyman, and all I got was this lousy hook. Can nice. you imagine, like, okay, like somebody died in your family, right? Say it's like your like brother or something, and then all of a sudden all these people show up, and then they just throw like a metal hook into the grave, and you're like, "What the fuck is that story?" <laughs> and you're like, My brother never told me that story. And you're like, "I'd just be like, what the?" Fuck? And they're just lowering the grave into the ground, Wait, and like, come all back. these people just walk away, and you're like, "Okay, hold on, what what happened?" You got to come back. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, Explain. <laughs> so after the funeral, we cut to Trevor, who's at home, and he's sitting in his bathroom. And he's a mess, man. He keeps thinking about Helen. He's thinking about what like a turd. The, the moments they he's had got the together, shits, man. He's got the depression, <laughs> the depression shits. Yeah, you can tell he's really like legit upset about this, though. Yeah. And while he's in the bathroom, just sitting there, like in just pain, uh, we see the college student outside, and she's like, "I'm gonna make dinner," and he's like, "Who cares?" And <laughs> he's like, <laughs> verbatim, <laughs> he pretty much is like, "Whatever," and he goes up to the mirror and he's like, "Oh, he's like Helen." <laughs> Helen, Helen, <laughs> Helen, Helen, and then all of a sudden Helen appears. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, you did it in a way where he just ac- accidentally said Helen. He says it like accidentally twice and then realizes, oh, I'm going to try this candy man. I don't think that's how, what he's okay, doing. I do guys, not think that's what he's doing. How do you doing. guys feel about this? I think F this guy. I don't care that he dies. But I mean, like, as far as, like, is it corny? Is it... How do you why, feel about this? How do they this? make a sequel without... Why, why isn't it called Helen, the next movie? Helen Man? Boring. <laughs> Helen Man. Yeah, what happens to her, though? Like, she, she... This is she, my... Okay, this is my only knock on this movie. I think she looks stupid at the end of this movie. She looks like, uh... I feel like she doesn't look scary, and she looks like she's, She like, reminds me of, uh... Does she kind of look like Pet Cemetery? Uh, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Cemetery. <laughs> Pet Cemetery. No. Pet Cemetery 2, uh, Mom? No, you know what I the think burnt, she looks like lady? with her hair gone and that that bald Mike, piece that's Michael covering J- her Michael hair. Jackson during that concert. Like I think she looks like the oldest daughter from Coneheads. Oh, <laughs> like, weird! With the makeup and everything, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like that's what I get, and it's, it's just not scary. It's I like, think it would have been creepier if it would have been Helen and Candyman. Yeah, doing the so killing together. together because it comes across. The, it's very Hellraiser ish. 
Yeah. Like the lights flashing and it kind of comes across. That's the actually the uh, vibe I got from Candyman. I thought he was like a Cenobite. The yeah. way he, some of the stuff he was saying is like, pain is pleasure. Yeah, you know? it actually like, comes Whoa, through. Whoa, Cenobite. Yeah. Clive Barker. Yeah, so there we good go. Good call. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, so Helen ends up killing Trevor. This is what made the R version, the unrated version. It's just a few extra shots. I don't think it was enough okay. to... It, it didn't add anything to the movie, I don't think. Um, I mean, he gets... I saw the... I mean, the whole scene is him getting murked, like... Blood shooting everywhere, and then that's yeah, pretty our, much no, our so, unrated comes yeah. from that psychiatrist kill scene, doesn't? Yeah, we'll it's, look, just we'll it's just a couple. It's just a couple added, like it's like a second. It's yeah, it's just like okay. one of those ones. They're like, ah, take off a few seconds to get an R rating gotcha. or whatever. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah the, it, the college student runs in, finds Trevor dead. This ending is actually pretty awesome. So what happens yeah. to the college student? Is she gonna get? Uh, I don't know. Well, she's holding that knife. They make a point for her to hold a knife. Yeah, but she has nothing to do with the Candyman legend. No, but like they, you know, they don't. They didn't match up the. I think I it just becomes the whole thing where the blood Candyman, on any of those other Candyman guys. continues to live oh, yeah, through do. the, you know, through the legend. Helen, of it. Helen. And yeah, but she gets her fame. Yeah, she becomes a mural at that um on that wall. Yeah, yeah. Becomes, this is where she gets famous. What's the mural of? The story of Helen. It's of her. Like, We're doing what? Is it just, just hanging out? Oh like, yeah, I was gonna ask you guys: Is there a reincarnation kind of thing here going on? With I mean, we talked about the comparison to Dracula, yeah. right? Like, do we got a reincarnation thing where it's like his? Because we find out when he she goes into his lair at the end that uh, probably the reason why he's killed was because of um, an inter or interracial relationship he had. Yeah, with okay. a white girl, and it looks yeah. like Helen. That's what I think they're insinuating the that there's a I think there's a mural with um, the two of them. Yeah, and she looks like the she's supposed to represent like the. The yeah, and girl. is this also the reason why he keeps her alive? Is because he's be. like in love yeah. with her. Very similar. Because that's what he kind of is like. You're gonna join me. We're gonna be together. Blah blah. Very similar like, to Dracula. Yeah. 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 In a way. Yeah. So and it ends on like the same note as Dracula, like yeah. the same shot where yeah. it's like a mural of like yeah, it, yeah of the yeah. like whoever they're the music from. plus the slow oh. zoom in of the mural was yeah. awesome. I because it's just but yeah, that's uh, that's 1992 Candyman. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's, okay. No, I take it back. I'm gonna step down. I think it's okay. I feel like that first hour was so slow. The last half an hour is awesome. Yeah. I will say I watched this twice. I thought it was boring the first time. Yeah. The second time I actually really liked it. I think, a lot. It's, I think it's okay. I don't. I really like this movie. And I, yeah. I brought up Child's Play earlier. I think I was really bored watching Child's Play. Really? As opposed to like watch. I don't know if it's because we had to watch it for the podcast. I get bored sometimes when we watch movies. We have to because you movies. have to like watch it in a different way almost. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to put it. Um. But I really like Candyman. I think I actually I think it's am awesome. curious about visiting those other movies. I'm curious. I heard two. I'm gonna good. watch Farewell. I heard yeah. two is good. I heard three is pretty. Three rough. I heard is really bad. Yeah. Yeah, so, I already bees them. knees. Candyman three, the bees, yeah, knees. bees knees. It's the bees knees. <laughs> <laughs> B movie, B movie. Um, yeah, so that's Candyman. I would probably give it if I had to rate it, like out of ten, maybe like a six. I'll give it a six out of ten. I'd say about three stars out of a hundred percent. Oh wow, that's very low. Three stars even on, like on, a, on a on a uh, ABC rating. <laughs> I give it three and a half bees out of five. Three, so you gave it okay. So that's that's a real thing. Well, I'm sorry. So real ratings. All right, right we'll give it B, bees out of five, five bees out of out five, five bees. Ooh, out of five bees. Oh, um, I'll ah, give that's it. Stupid. How about how about five buzzes? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it two and a half bees out of five. Okay. I'll give it about like four. Really? Yeah, I think this movie's okay. awesome. I think. I think this movie's cooler if you see it for the first time. I think. Yeah, it's, but, I think rewatch value is kind of. Yeah. Uh, it's a little rough because you're waiting for. 
you know, the man of the hour. For me, up. it was like watching it for the first time. Wait, how many bees do you give it? I already said three and a half, three, dude. Three, yeah. Three, okay. Three and a half bees. Um, watching it for the first time actually was kind of nice because it was like I was familiar with certain parts of the movie. Yeah. But seeing it from beginning to end actually helped. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, this is like how yeah. they get to this point, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I'd watch it again. Do it. Yeah. Uh, I'd say you. No, no. I mean, like, if it was like on TV no. or if I was going to take a nap, I'm like, oh, you're cool. wasting all of our time right now. <laughs> I honestly, I would, I'm going to watch. <laughs> That's really rude. Flesh. And, is that the second one? Yeah, and I want to yeah. see if that one's any. If it's, if it's like it's supposed to be pretty good, because I feel like my in my uh, expectations for the sequel is that it's just going to get straight to the point. We're not going to have this whole like, who's Candyman? Yeah, you know, they're going to start no, right boom, off the bat. Who's yeah. Candyman? No one doing research into the urban legend. Well, they said, I guess the fourth one is going to have an underlying text or like the remake. It's supposed to be I'm four. sure it will. It's called uh, it's Candyman 4, Ooh, Honey, Honey. Uh, <laughs> ooh, Honey, You Got Me. Ooh, Honey, Honey. And that's like, I don't know. That's a, or, uh, and then Candyman 5 is supposed to be uh, Candyman 5, There's the Sugar. Right next to the honey. Oh, man. Um, a quote from You and Me and Dupree, if you remember that movie. <laughs> wow. I saw that movie once, and I do not remember a single damn thing about it. I watched it a lot. One of the best actually. parts of that movie. Yeah, that is the best um, part. You've actually seen it multiple times. <laughs> we have. I think, okay, so bring, out, bring it back up. What do you Bring what, it on. What do you want to see in the new Candyman? Um, get right end, to the point. To kind of end this. Get right to it. Don't even yeah. do any, like, don't even do, like... There's this one time Helen was doing research, you know, like a whole backstory. I just I, go I right think, into it. I think since it's a remake, it's going to have a lot of backstory. I don't think it's a remake. I hope it's... I it honestly, that's what it's I gonna be, It's going to be a remake sequel, so it's going to no, be like... get right to it. Don't, don't even think. don't even spoon feed anybody Yeah, but look how successful it. Halloween was, and... They got right to it. And yeah, they got but right that was lucky. It. That was lucky, man. I mean, you had the right people doing it. I don't think this movie is going to... That movie gonna be is an awesome, man. I need to rewatch it. It rules... It really like kicked ass. I talked to somebody who rewatched it and they're like, "Yeah, it didn't hold up." Is hmm. what do you mean didn't hold up? It's only been like nine, like what, like six months? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed months. to. Well, I mean, like, you're I supposed to do like that. that. You're supposed to have that opinion like three. I mean, years like in a second. Yeah, on a second. It doesn't hold up. CGI is just real bad. I just watched it a week later, and you know, it doesn't hold up. It's it actually terrible. <laughs> you done? Yeah, we're done. I meant like on a second viewing. Like, oh, it wasn't as good as I remembered. It was. There's a lot of flaws with it. Yeah, but so. I really you gotta, liked it. You gotta I don't watch. Know. It. Hey, I didn't say. Okay, maybe. well, that person. It's called opinions. That's what well, this podcast would, is about. Opinions. That, yeah. Okay. We talk about two and a half star movies. Two and a half B. Movies. I don't want to see. Okay, that's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see it to be. I don't want to see it to be to be <laughs> a remake. I don't want it to be a remake. I don't want somebody. I, I honestly don't want anybody but Tony, Tony Todd playing Candyman. Wait, did you say but Tony? That's what I heard. heard, I, heard, I, heard I don't want anybody but Tongue and Tony Todd. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Now no, that I replayed everything, I just revisited that. Yeah, in my head, I, it sounds rewinded. Like that. Yeah. Otherwise, I won't see it. <laughs> if no, nobody's butt tongue in Tony Todd, <laughs> I won't see it. You're not gonna get any money <laughs> of mine. <laughs> Um, no, like I don't want to see anybody that's yeah, not Tony. He's got to be. Part. He's got to absolutely be in. He's movie. just. This is him, man. His voice, his like essence, like everything about this is him. And you know who they could get to play Candyman? You got your Key and Peele. You got Jordan oh, Peele. Oh God! You got Jordan Peele producing it. Yeah, get you get Key to play Michael Key. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of a joke, but I can't think of anything. I can see. It, yeah, but he's too like down to earth. I feel speaking like I, of, I could um, never be afraid. You can give him long hair. <laughs> I think that <laughs> all right so go. speaking of uh you know 
somebody taking over a role, and we've already talked about it a couple times. What do you think about Mark Hamill uh, doing the voice of Chucky? Oh, yeah. I'm 100%. I think it's going to be fun. I'm into it. That, that, that movie went from, yeah, I want to see it, to, yeah, I got to see this. I have to. So, yeah. 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 So. Um, I'm on board. I'm I'm bummed that Brad Dourif's not doing it. Yeah. Um, but he's already. We saw the Horror Hound last time. Yeah. And he was definitely like, I ain't doing this. Yeah, I think he's kind of done doing that. Yeah. Part. He's not. He's he just signed on for the TV oh, show. He's on the TV show. Oh, he is. That's doing why. The TV what show. is okay? All right. Please walk me through what is right. going on. There's like the three. I feel like I feel like this things. is the only series I know things about okay so what is, what is whoever's the, the making the movie whoever's right making the movie has the rights to the title child's play okay okay so and that's why the story is different they just have the rights okay. to the name it's more so that's like why a, the new one's about like a, so a robot rogue ai yeah. or whatever and then you got the other people who have been making it since day one i can't think um oh i can't think of the guy who created it don oh uh, mancini or yeah. Yeah. yeah um he has the rights to the characters and all that stuff but he doesn't have the title. So that's why all these other ones have been Chucky. Seated Chucky, Bride of Chucky, okay. uh, Curse of Chucky. They don't have the Child's Play name anymore. Okay. So that's why there are two different directions of these things. There's actually a third direction. It's a fan <laughs> film now. Yeah. yeah I'm it's counting a fan. it. I'm counting it. I'm not. It's a fan film. Called Charles. I, it's, yeah. Hey, guys, we're, are you going to see the new Charles movie? Yeah, they're really stretching there. It's the, yeah. it's the Charles in Charge movie. We'll watch it <laughs> I still. I wish. We'll probably watch it still. Oh, watch it? Yeah. Same thing as what, like, I was just kind of ironic, but bringing up Kolchak the Night Stalker. It's like, oh my are God. they going to do that? Are they going to do that? Now, ABC owns the rights to the character Kolchak, but... They did revive it at one point. you remember that? Yeah. And then, like, I want to say, like, NBC owns the... I, it's something weird. It's, it's like something, somebody yeah. owns the right to the, to the character yeah. Kolchak. And somebody owns the rights to the name the Night Stalker. So, like, when they came out with gotcha. the show, it was called the Night Stalker. It wasn't yeah. called Kolchak the yeah. Night Stalker. Oh, I remember that. And it's yeah. weird. Like, the rights got split up, like, by something that as Don't worry. as that. Yeah. Don't worry. Very strange. Disney's going to acquire it here in the next year. What, Kolchak? Everything. Both, both of it. I would love it. Chucky. Everything. Chucky, Kolchak the Night Stalker, Kojak. Like Joyride. Major, what about Joyride? Major come on, come on, Ted Levine. Come on. All right. Rock and <laughs> Russell Joyride. But it was a major missed opportunity because they were going to have Bruce Campbell play him. And it was like, man, what oh. an awesome show that would have been. I just I'm sure it would have been canceled in a year. Yeah. But we would have had a year. It would have been a good year. I just finished that Ash vs. Evil Dead series. I haven't watched it yet, so we can't give talk it about go. it. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Well, we watched first season, so we know it's good. But we just I watched season one and two. You watched two? I didn't watch Yeah, well, season three just popped up on netflix yeah. so i, I wasn't about bought it and it showed up on netflix the couple days later yeah, really yeah nerd, nerd. i'm not about to go get stars so nah stars. nobody yeah stars. i don't think anybody did <laughs> um but yeah that's candy man we got one more movie left and surprisingly enough it's about a man with a hook uh <laughs> next, <laughs> wow <laughs> next week we not are doing connection. i know what you did last summer from 1997 and it's approaching summer, is it 97 so? yeah. yeah is it 97 because then yeah. 99 is the sequel yeah. 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 Happy With 4th of July. Rastafari and Jack Black. Yeah. I would do that one. I would totally do that one. Happy 4th of July, Julie. I'm going to say right now, I love I Know What You Did Last Summer. It's been a while. I haven't seen it in like 10 years. So I guess I can be... also talk about the book uh, on the next episode. Oh, and um, we have a special guest. 
that has, uh, she's going to talk about the book a little yeah. bit. Oh, we got um, celebrity guest? Yeah, celebrity guest. I'm um, going to talk about the book by Lois Duncan. Yeah. Um, you know what? We'll just wait until we hear yeah. it. Uh, oh, yeah. Very, <laughs> cool. very special guest. So thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please rate and review us on any social media platforms. And if you have any requests, uh, you can hit us up on Facebook or email us at cinemacultpodcast at gmail.com. There you have it. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. See you next time. Thank you.